Hello, dear friends. Once again, it is time for Let's Talk About Jesus, a Bible study right here on our website. We are so glad. Don't ever get tired of hearing it because I can't help but say it every broadcast. We are so happy, so thrilled to have you with us today. People that are looking to God uh, by heeding and hearing the Word of God today. Amen. If if you've come here because uh, you are interested in what God's instructions are for a time such as this, you are going to receive what you're looking for today. Amen. I like what the prophet of old said when he said, Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and they were unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. And you're not going to find that through CNN, nor Fox News, nor the Democrats, nor the Republicans. You're not going to find it through all of the the predictors of how all this is going to come out. You're going to find it by looking to one who has all power in heaven and earth. And that is unto God and to Christ. Amen. Today we, we just want you to, to go with us on a, on a spiritual journey as we discuss, uh, this, this particular subject today. Uh, this is no time. I want to say it up front today. This is no time to be stymied by fear. This is no time to be stagnant in our faith. This is a time for eagle saints to soar. I want to say that again. This is a time for eagle saints to soar. Now, you may, you may not feel like an eagle saint today. You may be like the poem that I don't remember verbatim, but it's something about, uh, 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 it's something about an old duck walking around in barnyard muck. That's, we are not old ducks in the muck. We are called a man to look Look to the Lord, put our trust in Him through an active faith, and see God move in the midst of all these pressures and problems and fears that this particular situation, this virus, uh, you know, this this coronavirus, it literally comes from the word crown because of the, when you put it under a microscope, you see like a bunch of crowns on it. A friend of mine, I want you to know Jesus is the one who is crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he has absolute authority and power over over all the things that could possibly bring harm to his people today now i don't I'm not even going to try to get in. Is this a chastening from the Lord? Is this the devil trying to harm us? And I'm not going too far in that except to say this could not exist if a hedge was still around America. I believe we still need to intercede for this nation, that through this there will be repentance and a return to the God of our fathers and to what this nation was built on. You take a coin out of your pocket and it says, In God we trust. I believe that we have we have strayed so far from what this country was founded on. And I believe God wants us simply to return to Him so He can return to us. You say, Brother Venable, how will we know? 
know if God returns to us. Oh, darling, you'll know. Come on, you will know when God returned to Israel. No weapon formed against them. Amen. (laughs) No weapon formed against them could hurt them. You know why? Because God was their defender. Praise God. And when God is your defender, I I like uh, what Charles Haddon Spurgeon said about that no weapon a scripture in Isaiah 54 17 that's not however our text today but I want you to hear it no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn there is great clatter Spurgeon said in the forges and smithies of the enemy they are making weapons wherewith to smite the saints They could not even do as much as this if the Lord of saints did not allow them. For he hath created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, but see how busily they labor. How many swords and spears they fashion. It matters nothing for the blade of every weapon. You may read this inscription, It shall not prosper. Glory be to God. I tell you, I thank God that somebody gets this today, understands this today. God is in control when everything seems to be out of control. And we need to be focused squarely upon Him today. Amen. And I've been bringing America before the mercy seat. I believe in the throne of grace. Amen. Where where no merit has any standing at all. We come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to heaven help in the time of any need. We have need today for Christians who will intercede, who will trust God, and who will stand in the gap and make up the hedge, and who will believe that God's mercies are indeed new every morning. And that in, in, in this situation, that God's greatest desire is to restore something that has been lost in our nation and even in many lives of his children. Oh, friend of mine, when fear comes, I don't have any problem in releasing my faith and putting my trust in God. In fact, fear stimulates me to believe God for the help I need. That's why David said, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in Thee. That's what God wants to achieve for us today. So it's time for eagle saints to soar. And I believe this scripture is familiar to so many of us today, but I want to read it again. It's found in Isaiah chapter 40, of verses 29 through 31 to begin with. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that hath no might he increases strength. Friend of mine, didn't Paul say it? When I am weak, then am I made strong. I love this scripture. There's a lot of things that weakens me, but I run to God and say with Paul, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Why? Because he gives power to the faint, and to them that hath no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. 
But they that wait upon the Lord, (laughs) amen, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Praise God. Amen. This is our God's promise to us if we would wait upon Him. I want to define wait uh, here. It comes from a root word that means to, to, to bind by twisting. It's like taking uh, cords and, and twisting them together to make a rope. It is an active word. It is not a passive word. It has, well, I start to say little to do. It has nothing to do with waiting in line at Publix uh, to, to check out, or maybe better said, at Walmart to check out. You don't buy your ice cream and expect it to be hard when you get home, right? Listen, if you're waiting at the doctor's office, this is not sitting idle in a waiting room, impatiently waiting or even patiently waiting. This is pursuing God. This is looking to God. This is keeping our focus on God and our faith in God. Amen. We see that sometimes the 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 wrong way. We sing a song that kind of displays that when the Lord gets ready, you got to move. No, honey, you don't have to move. You can sit there stymied by fear, stagnant in faith. That is not going to change anything except bring desperation and defeat and depression. Oh, but when we are actively seeking God, we believe that things are going to change because God is going to move. Amen. So it says, they that wait upon the Lord, they're going to mount up with wings as eagles. It's time to soar my brother and my sister, it's time for the eagle saints to mount up instead of be beat down by this thing. I'm stimulated to believe God more now than before all of this came about to to seek Him, uh, not just not just because of this virus, but because of this opportunity, this window of opportunity, when all over the globe we are seeing how futile that man's help is in a situation like we are in. In the desperate attempt of science and the medical people, and God bless them. I'm praying God will bless them to find an answer. But we're looking down the line somewhere, and we need some right now help from a right now God. Amen. I like, before we get to other scriptures, just, just look with me at one scripture from Psalm 60 before we get in Psalm 61, and we see what uh, and 62 amen. and we see amen what what waiting upon the lord really is all about we're getting a glimpse in psalm 60 and verse 11 it says give us help from trouble <laughs> isn't that a good prayer to pray give us help from trouble for vain is the help of man listen 
Listen, man's help. My, in the margin of my Bible, that word vain is useless. Man without God helping him to do it. Man in and of himself. This arm of flesh is useless without help from God. If God doesn't give man the knowledge, they won't find it. God in his grace and in his mercy You know, the scripture said every good and perfect gift in the book of James in the new covenant comes down from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. The song is right. He is God and he always will be God. Hallelujah. There's no turning in him, not even a shadow, not even a possibility of him changing. So every good and perfect gift comes down from God. Everything that man uh, has achieved and everything that man has done to help his fellow man is all a gift from God. It is not in man in and of himself. Through God, it says in verse 12 of Psalm 60, we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Let's begin now and follow this into Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Now, when I first saw Lead Me to the Rock, I thought, yeah, I, there have been some people in my life that that I know if I call them, they could encourage me to trust the Lord. No, he's not talking about someone else. Thank God if there is someone else. But David knew, I personally need God's help to trust him especially when my heart is overwhelmed by some circumstance. He's directing this to the Lord. Hear my cry, O God. Hear my prayer. Listen to what I'm saying. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart, not if, it will occur. And it does occur, even in the heart of a Christian and a believer. When my heart is overwhelmed, That word overwhelmed is like a wave of the sea taking you off your feet, washing completely over you. He says, Lord, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And then he focuses and asks God to help him focus on God himself. Verse 3, For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Praise God, all friend of mine. The scripture says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and are saved and safe. Glory to God. Verse 4 says, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Selah, one of those sit down and quietly contemplate this moments in Scripture. I will live in constant, uh, constant trust in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. You know, the Scripture said, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the sons of men put their trust in the, under the covert of thy wings. 
For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear or revere thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So, or save him, literally. So I will sing praise unto thy name forever that I may daily perform my vows. Praise God. Amen. I will sing praises unto you forever. This is a time to soar. (laughs) It's time for eagle saints to soar. If you are waiting on the Lord, you are actively pursuing him Actively putting your trust in Him, making a decision to trust and not fear. Praise God. Amen. Now let's go to Psalm 62. It says, Truly, my soul waiteth upon God. Now we're understanding what waiting on the Lord really means. Truly, my soul waiteth on God. From Him cometh my salvation look at the focus here this this is how this is how uh, this is how this is how old ducks get out of the barnyard muck this is how we become what we were created to be those who mount up when the trouble comes instead of looking down at the ground we're looking up at the sky and literally mounting up Instead of being cast down. When my soul is cast down within me. When my soul is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I will look unto the hills. He says from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Not from the mountains and the, and the hills themselves. But he's looking up. It's from above. It's from God. Hallelujah. Truly, my soul waiteth upon the Lord. From him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, literally my protection. I shall not be greatly moved. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, dear friend, today. When he only is your rock... When He only is your salvation, when He only is your protection, you will not be moved. Praise God. Amen. The Apostle Paul was told truly in the New Testament that bonds and afflictions by a true prophet, amen, bonds and afflictions await you in Jerusalem. And you know what Paul said because he knew it was God's will for him to go to Jerusalem and he knew whatever the devil inspired people to do against him wouldn't ultimately prosper. <laughs> Amen. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. It didn't say it wouldn't be formed against thee. It said it won't ultimately achieve what the devil wants it to achieve because you are trusting God. Amen. I'm going to quote Spurgeon again the last part. How many swords and spears they fashion. It matters nothing for on the blade of every weapon you may read this inscription. It shall not 
prosper. Glory be to God. And it won't prosper today. Why? Because we are waiting upon the Lord. We are renewing our true strength unto them that hath no might and looks to God. He increases power. He increases strength. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. I'm going to just drop down to verse 5 and look at it again. My soul wait thou (laughs) only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. In, in the margin of my reference Bible where it says wait, it says look for help that is not sitting passively. Oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting on God. No, no, you're looking. You have a spirit of expectation. Praise God. My expectation. This is his hope, really. Really, hope in the New Testament is defined this way. Amen. The glad anticipation of future good. Every time we say amen at the end of a prayer, we should seal it with hope. Amen. The glad anticipation of future good. If you're anticipating future good because of a God who is all-powerful, all-loving, all-knowing, hallelujah, and is available to you, to talk to in prayer because of your reconciled relationship with Him through the cross. Your expectation is from the Lord. Praise God. Amen. My soul, wait thou. Look for help only from God. It gets exclusive here. Amen. We can't, we can't look to this and that in ourselves and look to God. That's why the Scripture said, looking Unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith in the New Testament. And it means to to look away from all that will distract. Now, I, I know we need to keep up with certain things. I listen to the news to a degree. But then I turn it off and look to God. Thank God for every hopeful thing anyone says through the media. But remember... Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for He it is that will tread down our enemies. Now go back to verse 5 in Psalm 61. This is a very powerful, powerful verse of Scripture because it, it tells us how to wait upon the Lord. By having a spirit of expectation, by seeking Him exclusively, amen, by not being stymied by fear, but stimulated (laughs) by faith. Glory be to God. Verse 6 says, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Praise God. Amen. He only 
This is that exclusiveness of God as our source. He may use the human agency to answer our prayer. He may bless us. Men shall give unto your bosom, the scripture said. But it's God motivating them to do that. All the help that comes, comes first from God through whatever avenue he wants to send it. But our trust is never in the arm of flesh, but in the armor of God. Hallelujah. And in his faithfulness to us. Look at verse 7. Focusing on God exclusively again. In God is my salvation, my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Now, this is what that active, active uh, uh, faith is doing in this waiting upon the Lord. In verse 8, trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour your heart out before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. God is a refuge for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Friend of mine, people are running to and fro, seeking safety. There is a a place that has not been touched by this virus. It's an island off of America. It's part of America. And they're doing very well. And they don't have any evidence of the virus there. And I told my wife when I heard about that, I said, somebody is headed there. (laughs) Man, it's the inclination to seek refuge in the safety of, of, of just a place. Where can, where can we go? Where can we go? If someone comes there and carries the virus there, it won't be a safe place anymore. Nothing man can do can give us the safety that God offers us. So today, I want to be stimulated by faith, not stymied by fear. Though the fig tree shall not blossom, though there be no cattle, there's a beef shortage. Yes, I and there's a pork shortage. <laughs> Amen. Yes, it is. And it's scary, isn't it? Amen. Though there be no fig tree, uh, no fruit on the vine, and no cattle in the stalls, We're experiencing to a degree that. No toilet paper on the shelf in the early stages of this. No paper towels. No hand sanitizer. (laughs) Yet I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. I will rejoice in the Lord. And I will joy in the God of my salvation. That's all about soaring in the time that would normally cause us to seek a refuge and a hiding place from the trouble. I am told this. I am not, uh, I can't fully explain this, but I am told that when a mighty storm comes, the eagle has a locking mechanism. He is designed to ride out those storms. And he locks his wings facing the storm. And the law of our aerodynamics, the same law that when a plane gets up to a certain speed, there is lift given because the wings are designed in such a way that that, that air coming over them causes them to be lifted up. And the eagle has known this from 
the time God created him. If he sets himself against the wind and not go from the wind, he don't want a tailwind to help him. He wants, <laughs> amen, a wind coming straight at him to lift him. And he sets his wings and the very storm that threatens to slam him to the ground lifts him higher and higher and higher and higher until he is actually lifted above the storm and he's looking down on the lightning and the winds uh, twirling. But he is now soaring. Praise God. Friend, I, I just feel like the Holy Spirit has, has just spoken to my heart to tell you today. It's time for the eagle saints to soar. It's time to purposely and actively put our trust in and release our faith in God. Amen. Because they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their true strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles and they will run and not be weary and they will walk and not faint. I want to be one of those people that faces whatever is coming in faith, waiting upon the Lord. For my hope is in the Lord. He is my defense and He is my refuge. How about you today? Praise God. If you've listened to this point in our broadcast and you don't know Christ as your Savior, and therefore, as far as God is concerned, you are dead in trespasses and sins. God wants you to be quickened. Scripture said He made alive, brought to Him in a living relationship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants you home. God wants you protected. God wants you to be able to lean on Him and trust in Him no matter what happens in your life. So I pray today that you will not run from Him any further or any more, but you will indeed run to Him. Come to Jesus today. Repent of your sin and come under the covert of His wings. Mount up like you've never mounted up before. Come out of that depression. Come out of that shame. Come out of that horrible pit. Come out of that drug abuse. Come out of that perversion. Come out of that addiction. God will lift you up. He will lift you up today. Hallelujah. And if you're a Christian today, it's time to soar. It's time for eagle saints. And every child of God, you say, I'm no eagle saint. Oh, yes, you are. You just don't know who you are in Jesus. And you don't fully appreciate who Jesus is in you. Don't be self-deprecating. Don't defeat yourself by saying, I can't do anything. Let God loose in and through your life and say, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And don't say, I'm too weak to fly, let alone soar. Unto them that hath no might, that's you and me, He increases power. Glory to God. Wait upon the Lord.
and let's soar in the name of Jesus and let's be part of God's healing of our land and of this old world just before Jesus comes. God bless you. We love you today.